0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the
1: weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya.
1: All right, everybody, qu- welcome back to the, from that quick break uh nick just quickly i I know we we just finished talking about uh you know some of those guys that are on the trading block uh and i wanted to get your thoughts quickly here about um just how do you and I, i mentioned it briefly it's just when when you're when you're a guy that that especially these guys are all young guys that's the thing too all those guys we mentioned i mean you're talking about jerry judy's in his what third year kj hamler um, you know, is he in his second year, third year, something no, like third, that? Third year, they were drafted third in the same draft class. He missed last year, obviously, with the ACL. And then, you know, Bradley Chubb's been here a little bit, but, you know, he's, he's, he's still a young guy. What's the mentality? What's the, what's the mental part of this, um, you know, especially going into a game where you're like, this could be my last one playing with these teammates, with these guys uh,
0: in Denver? It's frustrating, man. It is a very difficult. I mean, you have to look at where the team is from a record standpoint. No one really expected things to be that th- this bad. And then then all of a sudden uh, the trade rumors to compound this. And then you take a trip over the UK and it's like, oh yeah, you know, Hey, this was supposed to be a, a trip where, which I was looking forward to, but now it's not going to be this. This is going to be, or could be uh, the last time I, I'm, I'm here with my guys and uh, the, the stress man, the distress, is is real and and not everyone understands what that stress is like until you end a situation like this so those guys are going through it and knowing as though they still had the support of their teammates Justin simmons spoke out russell wilson spoke out and said that he told these guys hey look man this this is a product of the business and when you were playing well and you're on a team that's not doing well all the teams are going to look to come get come grab you and snatch you and put you on their roster." but it's tough. I mean, could you imagine just think about it from your family standpoint, you've been with your family for years and years. And all of a sudden someone now wants to pluck you out of your family and take you somewhere else. I mean, the motion and the stress part of that, man, that could be damaging for, for a lot of individuals, but as players, George, we know it's part of the business, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it makes it better from an emotional standpoint.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. Also, Nick, uh, I hate to interrupt here, but we did have some breaking trading new trade news here uh, just now. And it does not involve the Broncos, but it does involve uh, another AFC West team. The Chiefs just traded for uh, Kadarius Toney from the Giants for a third and sixth round pick. Um, that's a pretty big one. Um, so I, I know we probably don't want to dive into that right now. Um, but uh, the Chiefs just continue to get more weapons, it seems. Um but anyways, I think you're right, Nick. I think that the mentality—it's—it's got to be what KJ said, and I mentioned it earlier. It's got to be this this mentality of, hey, you know, I, I've got to just play good football. Um, but it's tough, man. Like I can't imagine like, you know, your name being spread in those sort of rumors, and you're thinking like, oh, I could be landing back in Denver on Monday, and then turning around and flying to a new team and trying to play next week. Um, you know, like that, that's a lot to handle. But uh, I, I also thought it was interesting what Russell Wilson had to say about it um, the other day about, you know, him saying, you know, it's, it's a sign of flattery, I think was was the, the term he used, yeah. um, you know, for guys that, um, you know, are being mentioned and says, hey, people want you. Uh, what do you think about that comment? And him maybe talking to those guys uh, about that.
0: Well, to me, that's what you do as a leader. And once again, you know, most people don't like Russell's leadership style. But usually when a guy's being traded, no one's really talking about it. Everyone's trying to play hush-hush. But Russ went over there and just kind of talked to him. I mean, just trying to put a positive spin on it. And some would have preferred Russ not to say anything, but that's not, you know, who he is. He is a, a positive dude where people think he's corny or not. But being able to go up to those guys and say, look, this is a sign uh, of respect that other teams are looking to acquire your, your talent and your ability. And, and obviously, it's not what players want, want to hear because they want to stay where they are. But for me to go out and try to do that and make and put a positive spin on it to kind of uh, uplift their spirits, to me, I don't have a problem with it. But it just seemed like so many people, uh, they, they do. Like, Russ shouldn't have done this because it was wrong and all of this. But to me, I understand why he did
1: it. Yeah, look, I, I think people just – I mean, I, I don't have a problem with this either. Like like Russell's going to do that. He's a good teammate. Um, you know, he's trying to uplift guys, you know, keep them – again, keep that locker room. Because, look, like if they were 5-2, and two, one, these rumors probably wouldn't be coming up. They, they wouldn't be a team that's, you know, looked at as a seller. But, you know, he's got to try and keep this locker room together because when you're 2-5 and five and all of a sudden some of your best players are being mentioned as trade pieces – like he's got to go over there and try and keep these guys and say, "Hey, keep your head up, keep playing good football." It just means you're playing good. Like that's, I think that that's what the conversation is. But the the the, the root of the issue, Nick, is that people just don't like Russell Wilson. Like that's, he can get up there and say anything, and people aren't, you know, people aren't going to like him. And I know that you have a theory that maybe he should do something different, maybe act like someone else, and maybe people start stop making fun of him. I don't know. I I, I want to hear this theory though that you have.
0: Well, everyone knows about Aaron Rodgers and, you know, he didn't really call anyone out per se by name, but he threw some guys uh, under the tarmac and probably went over, ran over them because he was like, look, if guys are not playing well, then they should not be playing, you know, at all. And that's the question that, that, that I guess kind of eats at me. Everyone's upset because Russell is not saying these types of things, but if Russell were to do that, would everyone be happy and satisfied that he's now calling his teammates out? And I say no, right? I mean, I've been around guys, and I've heard about guys uh, in this league actually doing this. But if you are definitely a family, you don't do this. Like if your wife is, she didn't, she burnt the lasagna. You know, are you gonna go on social media and throw her under the bus? No, you're not gonna do that, George. You're going to talk to your wife about maybe turning down the temperature and maybe watching a lasagna so it doesn't burn. So for me, this is exactly what you you do. You get in the room with your teammates. You have that conversation. And if Aaron Rodgers wanted to have that conversation because he said it himself, hey, listen, no one has approached me. I'm open. I'm, I'm, I, I, I welcome that conflict. I welcome that conversation. To me, it doesn't have to be uh, – the game is competitive. It doesn't have to be combative. So if he feels as though he has issues with his teammates – you go talk to them. You don't say that on the Pat McAfee show. You don't make that public knowledge. So no, Russell should not adopt this philosophy, but there are several fans who think that he should. But to me, that's not what you do, George. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you change who you are, right? I mean, that's, you got, you got to stick by that. Um, now, could you avoid some of what is happening? Sure. I just don't think he really cares. Maybe he does. Um, he doesn't seem to show it. I mean, he's the same guy every single week when he gets up there. Um, you know, I'm sure some people find it annoying, but like, he's not going to change who he is. I don't, I don't think, um, he might try to avoid some of the stuff he's doing, but I I don't think it's something that he's going to change all of a sudden or become Aaron Rodgers, right? Like they couldn't be more opposite, I think, uh, in, in their personality. So, um, that's just not going to happen, but, Nick, we've got to dive into some of this game. Uh, I know we've only got a few minutes left here, um, but what are you looking forward to? Because, again, man, like there's so much stuff going on with this Broncos team that we forget that they're playing the Jaguars this weekend. Um, what are you What are you looking at in this game in, in terms of some of the key matchups? And, and obviously a, lar- a large part of it is going to depend on if Russell Wilson plays, but um, what are you maybe looking at and what do you see in this Jaguars team?
0: Well, well, George, no matter if uh, Russell plays or not, the, the biggest emphasis or the, the focal point of my attention would be the offensive line, right? H- how are they protecting Russell? How are they protecting Brett Ripon if he plays? Because everything essentially runs through that offensive line. And knowing as though the Jaguars, I mean, over the past couple of weeks, they, they put up at least 24 points on offense. Now, the only saving grace is that our defense is played well enough to kind of hold opponents to maybe 15 to 16 points. But that offensive line, how are they going to go out there and communicate? Luckily for them, even though the Jags are a team that played in London a lot, this is still kind of a neutral site for me, and there's a lot of Broncos fans over in the U.K. So how they're able to handle that stress of what they're going to see uh, from that Jacksonville Jaguars to front line, and can they get the run game going? Because this offense It is predicated on the run game. It's predicated on getting and establishing some type of idea that you're going to run the ball down your opponent's throat, which is going to open up play action. So for me, above everything else, I'm watching this offensive line to see how they actually play as a group.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's been one of the biggest issues, right, this whole season. I mean, you could even say it's the root of the issue with the offensive problems is the offensive line. Um, And it's going to be interesting to see – you know what it looks like. Is it Calvin Anderson still over there at left tackle? Billy Turner at right tackle. You know Tom Compton is practicing this week. Uh, that's a name that a lot of people probably haven't heard in a while, right? He was a big free agent signing in terms of a guy that they thought could play multiple positions: right guard, right tackle. He's played uh, pretty much everywhere but center, kind of like Billy Turner. Uh, mm-hmm. It's kind of what he can do. So I wonder if we see him. I don't think so. I think he's just uh, starting to get back into the group of things. I'm sure they're working him back slowly, but. I'm also interested in that offensive line. I think that's going to be the key, right? They're going to need need to be able to run the ball, whether Russell plays or not. Um, Like that, that's going to have to happen. And they weren't able to do that a whole lot last week against that Jets front seven. So uh, it's going to be interesting. the 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 Jaguars are, you know, they're two and five, but they're sort of a scrappy two and five, right? Like they've Mm -hmm. they've done some nice things. They've they've also lost four in a row, but I think they're all one score games. Uh, Last week it it looked like they should have beat the Giants. So um, it's a team that you can't take lightly. Uh, obviously, I mean, uh, for the Broncos, they can't take any team lightly at this point, right? Um, but it, it should be a good one. I think that the Jaguars have a, a pretty good offense. I, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to end up being really good. It's just going to take him some time. They got to get him some weapons. Uh, Travis Etienne, uh, the running back, is playing good football right now. Um, they just traded James Robinson, which I think we talked about last podcast. Um, so maybe that run game isn't as, as effective as it used to be uh, when they kind of had a two-headed monster there. But um you know it's a it's a decent Jaguars team at Doug Peterson he's been around a long time he's a good football coach won a Super Bowl like you said they kind of have the advantage in terms of they've played here a lot but I do think that there's gonna be a lot of Broncos fans there I know that uh we've already seen some around town here in London um you know they're they're gonna travel and I I think they also have just a good following here in the UK um I think they have a big you know bar or something down here that they're they're celebrating and, and watching the game so um it will be interesting to see. I, I'm excited for it. It's a big game, Nick. I mean, uh, look, the Broncos need to win. <laughs> like, like, they need to get on the right page going into the bye week. And I'm not saying that they can win and turn around the entire season, but a win would be nice uh, for morale, I, I think, around here.
0: Yeah, when you look at uh, what the Broncos are going to be facing against the Jaguars, it's a different look from what they faced last week against the Jets. You know, uh, rookie quarterbacks – well, I'm not rookie quarterback. Quarterbacks in their second season still trying to find their way but the jags have more offensive weapons than the jets had last week because now they have uh, Zay Jones and they have Marvin Jones Jr so they had Trevor Lawrence has some weapons that that he can drive the ball down the field so it's going to be uh, a big challenge for the broncos uh, secondary and defense to see exactly what they can do and if they can hold this offense under their season average of 15 points but but once again it's go back to the broncos uh, Offense, can you establish the run? If they can, they shorten the game and they keep Trevor Lawrence on the sideline. And, and that's kind of what you, you you want to do. Shorten the game, play to your defense, and you hope, you hope that if it comes down to a Brandon McManus field goal, we won't see what we saw last week because when it comes to making plays, this is what, you know, George Payton was talking about. Needing guys to make plays, showing some form of improvement. This is meaning that every single guy Every single guy has to make, make sure that they are definitely uh, perfect, but it's going to be a tough battle for uh, the Broncos, whether it's, uh, you know, Rippon who starts or whether it is Russell Wilson.
1: Well, and I think too, Nick, like we can sit here and break down the Jaguars all we want, but at the end of the day, it's about the Broncos not beating the Broncos because I feel like that's what we see every single week is them just beating themselves. They're not making enough plays uh, to win these games. And, and we've talked about it, but game winning plays, right? You know, Russell Wilson talks about it. Nathaniel Hackett, they all say it. It's, and, and those type of plays are, are what? They're, they're Cortland Sutton catching a ball, a competitive ball in the end zone, right? It's, it's getting a first down on, on a third and long and, and making a play to keep a drive alive. It's getting the fourth down conversions. It's, it's the defense, which has played great. I don't want to take anything away from them, but it's the defense coming up with a big turnover late in the game or, or a pick six or scoring a defensive touchdown. You know, or special teams, you know, not fumbling on a punt return, right, or having a big kickoff return, whatever it is, or, or Brandon McManus not missing field goals, right? Those are the game winning type plays uh, that I think they need to go make this week. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm struggling, Nick. I know we're about to do our score predictions, our game predictions here. I've been back and forth every single day on who I'm going to pick. So I want to hear who you're going to pick. Oh, what's your, what's your prediction? And then I'll, I'll do my prediction based on what you say.
0: Wow, okay, since you, you want to throw me out there and put my feet to the fire. Well, <laughs> hey, for me, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is kind of going to be like a 1912 game uh, for me. And that means you have like, you know, uh, a couple of Brandon McManus uh, field goals, because I just think about, you know, what the Broncos do best and that's play, play defense. And last week we saw with the Jets, we'll see the same thing this week. The defense is going to stay in tall, but once again, it's not going to be enough uh, to help out the offense and help the team get a victory.
1: Man, Nick got no faith in the Broncos, huh? No faith. Wait, 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 wait. wait.
0: You threw me out there first. You could, you could have answered, but you wanted to wait to see what I can say. So uh, that's what your, that was your whole plan from the very beginning. <laughs> Get me out there. See what I'm going to say. Most likely, I'm going to go with the Jags based on how the season's gone so far. And then poke fun at me like, ooh, you don't have confidence and faith in the team. Neither do you. Don't sit there. Don't sit there with that, that, that look on your face. You don't really have confidence in them either.
1: I don't, Nick, um, and I'm pretty sure I actually picked the Jaguars uh, in our paper this week. I, I picked the Jags to win, but I'm going on this podcast now. I'm going to pick the Broncos to we'll win this see. game. I, you know I, but you know what? Here's the thing, Nick. I could easily flip tomorrow. I, I've been—it's literally like every hour. I'm like, I, I think it's the Jags. I think it's the Broncos. I mean, everything in my brain tells me to stop picking the Broncos to win football games, but I just look at these two rosters and I just think that the Broncos have better players and. Maybe that's been the case the last few weeks, and they still haven't won, and they haven't found found ways to win games. But here's my theory. Neither have the Jaguars. The Jaguars have also not figured out how to win games the last four weeks. So something's got to give. And I just think Russell Wilson's going to play, and I think that's the difference maker. I think he gets it done. I think it's ugly. I think it's another Broncos game where people are like, I can't believe I spent my day watching this game. But I think the Broncos get it done in like 16, 13 type fashion. I think they score 16 points again. I think that would be the fourth time this season. So I'm taking the Broncos, but don't hold me to that because I'll probably pick the Jaguars tomorrow.
0: You know what? You're a funny guy, George. (laughs) You're a funny guy. I mean, you're covering all your bases, right? So if the Broncos win, yeah, I said that. If the Broncos lose, hey, you know what? I tossed that idea uh, as well. So you're playing both sides of the fence. Look, I hope the Broncos win. It'd be a great move for them coming back from across the pond with a W going into the bye. But once again, based on what I've seen thus far, I can't, I can't really say that 100%. I want to see some changes in the offensive line. I want to see some changes in the creativity of play calling and the Broncos uh, when it comes to third down, they Mm -hmm. haven't really moved the ball that well being those third and long situations. So, Everything he's telling man is going to be another struggle. But listen, if they do win, hey, I would definitely applaud it.
1: Yeah, it should be a good one, Nick. I, I do really do think it'll be a close game because I think they're they're pretty evenly matched teams at this point. Uh, like I said, both teams struggling to find victories right now, so um, should it be a good one. But Nick, I got to get out of here because I need to go eat some fish and chips. Um, I'm starving. I, you know, hit, hit hit up the pubs tonight. You know, have a have, you know enjoy myself here in london but uh nick any final thoughts before we get out of here uh
0: for the weekend well one don't hit the pubs uh too hard because we want to (laughs) make sure that you show up for the game it's like where is george who who is this uh uh, this bloke in the street right now they take photos it's it's george i gotta see you on social media but no man have a great time and enjoy have a safe trip uh uh back and uh wait can't wait to see you when you come back man
1: Awesome, Nick. We'll, we'll definitely have to. I'll bring some fish and chips uh, back with me. I'll put it in my my carry on. So, wait, wait, um, are, are you
0: trying to come back because you can't do that? Customs going to stop you.
1: What do you? Well, maybe about? I maybe I shouldn't come back. I, you know, I think the people have really <laughs> embraced me here. Um, you know, I think I've, I've become part of them. So, um, but no, it's it's been a blast. So. Uh, but I, I am looking forward to enjoying the bye week after this because Nick, the news just doesn't stop with the Broncos, does it? So, um, but anyways, thanks for everybody listening. Uh, make sure you guys like subscribe to the podcast, make sure you guys share it. Uh, and again, send me your, your tips for London. If you've got any recommendations. I, I'm all yours. So uh, thanks again. And we will see you guys next week reacting to uh, the Broncos Jaguars game.